If you're looking for Pokemon style Etsy items, Pokemon Pop figures, and so much more, check out the PokeDepartmentStore.com. That's P-O-K-E-D-E-P-S-T-O-R-E.com for all your Pokemon needs. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What is up, everyone? It's me, the Pokemon Cave. I know, it's Wednesday. I'm sorry that there wasn't a podcast out on Monday. It's been a heck of a week so far. Uh, just for a little backstory... I'm currently doing seven nights in a row, 12 hour nights, uh, split into eight hour nights later on in the week. Uh, as I'm recording this, it's now Tuesday night. I'm on, this is my fourth, fourth night, I think, fifth, fifth night, maybe. <laughs> yeah, fifth night, because I still have two more nights after tonight. Um, yeah, so it's, it's been a long week, um, but I figured. I don't really want to wait till Friday to send out a podcast for you guys, so I figured I'd get one out today. So, we've got three stories. One of which, uh, the Pokemon company is leaving money on the table, not bringing classic games to the Switch. Uh, there's a Pokemon Scarlet and Violet bug that's deleting save files. Yeah, I mean, we, we can't get a break with these bugs, right? And finally, Project Umbreon. Yeah, it's not a movie... And it's not an episode in the current anime or even upcoming anime. It's something much more sinister and actually a kind of lovely story when it gets to the end of it. But first, Pokemon Company is leaving money on the table, not bringing classic games to the Switch. So Pokemon Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games would be perfect on the Switch and the Pokemon Company really needs to deliver on that potential. Nintendo recently expanded Nintendo Switch's online offerings to additional Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games, but it's left out some of the most popular titles. Many Pokemon fans thought that the series' original titles would wind up on the new service and that the Pokemon company was going to announce their inclusion at the latest Pokemon Percents. <laughs> Instead, the live stream was devoted to Pokemon Scarlet and Violet's DLC along with various Pokemon spin-offs seems like the classic Pokemon games will not be coming to the Switch right now, and that feels like a strange choice. These titles laid the groundwork for what Pokemon would be, and the series would not be here today if it was not for them. Fans would no doubt flock to the Nintendo Switch Online if they could relieve, relive sorry, the earliest days of the series. While the future of Pokemon is very exciting, it would be a missed opportunity if Nintendo did not visit the past. The Pokemon series got its start with the Game Boy with the release of Pokemon Red and Blue all the way back in 96. These games laid, laid the groundwork for how many future Pokemon titles would play, and they are both still fondly remembered to this day. They introduced players to the concept of Pokemon, let them see the Kanto region for the first time, and kickstarted the multi-billion dollar franchise in a fantastic way, by the way. These two games are often considered some of the greatest games ever made. However, outside a remake for the Game Boy Advance and a re-release on the Nintendo 3DS Virtual Console, these have mostly been left untouched. 
Pokemon Red and Blue are not only the Pokemon games that have been left behind on the Nintendo Classic handheld. Pokemon Yellow, Gold, Silver, and even Crystal have also been left mostly untouched since their debut. Gold and Silver would at least get a remake on the Nintendo DS under the names Heart Gold and Soul Silver, and Crystal would get re-released on the new defunct Nintendo 3DS Virtual Console, but the titles have since been left behind. Unless players own these consoles, there is no way that they can really play these classic games without an emulator. And yeah, I mean, I'm starting to recollect some of these old, old games, um, but currently I play them on my Nintendo Wii, which is a modified Wii, actually. Uh, so along with the Game Boy, Nintendo has also left out all the Game Boy Advance Pokemon games. Players are not able to revisit Pokemon Ruby, Sapphire, Fire Red, Leaf Green, or Emerald on the Nintendo Switch. While some of these games have also got a re-release on the Nintendo 3DS Virtual Console, that service has been discontinued. This has left these classic titles gathering dust on their respective consoles. And only Ruby and Sapphire received a full-on remake for the 3DS. However, that too has been left behind in favor of the Nintendo Switch. There are so many classic Pokemon games that are unplayable today unless players have the old hardware or again use an emulator. Nintendo and the Pokemon Company seem to have little interest in revisiting these titles and instead they want to forge ahead with brand new Pokemon experiences. Now, there is nothing wrong with creating a new adventure for fans to enjoy, but these developers should also honor their past. Abandoning these, these games on older consoles does have a disservice to what came before and may also hurt video game preservation in the long run. The addition of the Game Boy and Game Boy Advanced Pokemon games to the Nintendo Switch is the perfect way to preserve history and the Pokemon Presents livestream would have been the perfect place to announce something like that. However, it seems like the studio have chosen not to do either. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. That may all change someday, but for now, Pokemon fans will just have to find other means to play these iconic games. Next up, a Pokemon Scarlet and Violet bug is deleting players' save files. Yeah, another bug, guys. So, Scarlet and Violet launched in an incredibly rough state last November. We all saw the videos on YouTube and TikTok and Instagram, probably even Facebook. Uh, the, the amount of glitches were just astonishing. Uh, well, it seems that the latest patch has introduced an even bigger problem for its players. Fans on Reddit have reported that connecting to the Pokemon Go app or downloading the DLC has caused them to lose their entire save file. Here's the worst part. 
There's not one singular cause of this save corrupting bug. Some people lost hundreds of hours of progress after syncing the game with Pokemon Go, which is a new feature that allows players to send postcards to one another. Others have had their saves, saves wiped by downloading the DLC, with another person lost shinies merely from buying the DLC. One person did all of the above and managed to send multiple postcards before their save file was corrupted. There were a lucky few who didn't encounter either issue from sending postcards or downloading the DLC, but some players have lost hundreds of shiny Pokemon after their save file corrupted. According to one Reddit user who experienced a save error, their copy was still playable when they created a new Switch pro profile, which they opted out for uh, out of fear that their original file might be gone forever if they played on their first profile. The game just won't recognize the corrupted save file and even using the save recovery method hasn't worked for the OP. Some players tried to contact Nintendo support to get their Pokemon back. One support agent reportedly told a player that the publisher was, quote, looking into it. Yeah, okay, I mean, they're always looking into it. <laughs> However, not before closing their ticket. So, it appears that Nintendo just says, yeah, 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 we're, we're looking into it. Case closed. No, not case closed, guys. You're a multi-billion dollar company. I mean, yes, we all have bugs. Okay, we all, there's, there's always going to be a glitch somewhere. But holy crap, your entire save file is being deleted because you download something that's giving Pokemon Company even more money. Like, what is wrong with this company right now that they can't figure out these simple glitches before they, A, throw it into a Pokemon Presents on Pokemon Day, and B, say, oh, you know, download this DLC right now, do it right now, and you'll get uh, new outfits and this and that, and you'll get a code for Hisuian Zorark and something. But, in a little fine print, you may or may not lose your entire save file and have to start all over again. But, if you don't, here's a new raid Pokemon. 5 star, 6 star, 7 star. Have at it. But, you might lose your entire save file and not be able to do it anyway. So, oh, oops. Another Redditor said that customer service reportedly brought up the possibility of transferring Pokemon from the corrupted save file into Pokemon Home. Well, guess what, Nintendo? You can't transfer them to Pokemon Home. You already told us that. It's not available. Why are you giving us the option to transfer Pokemon to Pokemon Home if we can't do it? Like, what is wrong with this company? Honestly. However, of course, when the publisher of this uh, article contacted Nintendo themselves about whether or not a fix would be coming soon, they did not receive a response by the time of publication. I mean, go figure. Pokemon probably already has its hands tied with a bunch of angry, angry customers, and I think they're just trying to do a PR cover to try and at least knock down the massive burn that they are undertaking at the moment. But enough of the things that really pissed me off. How about we get to something that actually turned out to be a very good story, and thankfully, at least two people are getting karma served right to them. I'm talking about Project Ombreon. Sounds pretty sick, doesn't it? I mean, the uh, Halton Regional Police Department, they must have had someone in there who 
really enjoyed Pokemon in order to name it po Project Ombreon. Well, Halton Regional Police Services Number 2 District Criminal Investigations Bureau has made two arrests in relation to a break-and-enter investigation dubbed Project Ombreon. In February of 2023, investigators identified a suspect who was believed to be responsible for several commercial break-ins uh, targeting collectible stores in Oakville, Burlington, York, London, Bradford, and Niagara. Now, these are all in Ontario, Canada. I live roughly two hours, give or take, north of where all this catastrophe happened. Uh, back on February 24th, 2023, investigators executed a criminal code search warrant at a residence and storage facility in Hamilton, Ontario uh, that were associated to the suspect. A search warrant was also executed on a vehicle belonging to a female connected to the suspect. As a result of the search warrants, investigators seized a large quantity of collectible items stolen during the recent break-and-enters. The stolen items included high-value sports cards, Pokemon, and other collectible cards, comic books, and figurines. The estimated value of the stolen collectibles is approximately $400,000. Investigators are working to identify the rightful owners of the stolen items. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to put these idiots on blast. Gerard, Jared, or Gerard Grant, 32, of Stony Creek, Ontario, has been charged with break and enter, four counts, disguise with intent, four counts, trafficking in property obtained by crime, possession of break and enter instruments, possession of property obtained by crime over 5,000, possession of a controlled substance, crack cocaine, <laughs> lovely and failed to comply with a probation order. The moron was on probation. Grant has been held in custody pending a bail hearing. Hopefully this moron doesn't get out on bail, but our Canadian justice system is pretty crappy. Also charged is Sarah Skitrich, 32, of Hamilton, Ontario. She is charged with possession of property obtained by crime over 5000 She was released on an undertaking. And, of course, if there's anyone uh, with information regarding this investigation, they are asked to contact the District 2 Criminal Investigations Bureau at 905-825-4777, extension 2216. Tips can also be submitted anonymously to Crime Stoppers. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that Karma has finally caught up to these idiots um you know we hear about it often enough of stores that are being broken into uh online scams like i mean i have a good friend who owns a comic book store um he's about a 15 20 minute drive from here he sold recently a i believe it was a twenty thousand dollar book uh someone bought it online from the store using a credit card uh, down in the U.S. They apparently picked it up at a Walgreens, I believe. A postal drop-off in Walgreens. Um, I believe there was a signature. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, but shortly after pickup, I think a day or whatever later, they claimed that they never got it or they claimed uh, identity theft or credit card theft. So basically... They got the $20,000 back on their credit card. My friend lost twenty grand out of his own pocket, and he has no comic book. 
Canadian police weren't able to do anything because it's a U.S. crime. U.S. police uh, originally didn't do anything at all and basically said, well, you know, kind of SOL. Um, hopefully you have insurance, which he does. Uh, but, you know, anyone who owns a store knows that insurance doesn't cover everything. Um, you know, you're, you're not going to get that 20 grand back. You're going to get a fraction of it back. Uh, it, it still ridiculously sucks. So to have karma come back and bite these guys in the butt and hopefully, hopefully all the merchandise is returned to the stores that lost it. And hopefully none of it was sold, um, on eBay or whatever. Now, apparently this is how they got caught. So uh, they got caught because rumor is, um, they didn't include this in the police report, but rumor was that this idiot tried to take some of the merchandise that he stole and tried to sell it to another store in the region. Now, when there's major thefts like this, we're talking, you know, obviously $400,000 worth of merchandise stolen, stores talk to one another. Stores give each other a list of all the merchandise that was stolen. If it was graded cards, they give them the, uh, the barcode numbers, everything, serial numbers. So stores keep an eye out for that. So if this guy brought in, let's say, a graded card and said, oh, I'd like to sell you this card, you know, it takes two seconds for the store owner to look over at a piece of paper and go, wait a minute, this barcode matches the barcode on this piece of paper of some stolen merchandise. You know, he can run some distraction and say, oh, yeah, yeah, just give me a sec, I'll, I'll go punch it up. You know, he walks off into the back or whatever, gets someone to maybe cover an exit or whatever to make sure the guy doesn't bolt. And you just simply call the cops. Next thing you know, they're doing a search warrant on an apartment and car and storage facility. And you're going to jail, dum-dum. So, awesome. Awesome job, Halton Police. Good job to the store owner who caught these morons in the first place. This is why small businesses need to stick together. This is why our community as Pokemon collectors, as collectors in general are freaking awesome. You are all the best. We always look out for one another. And I'm actually going to have uh, Cam and Josh from the Cave Collectibles back on the podcast uh, at a later date, probably in the next week or so, give or take. Um, and I'm going to ask them or talk to them a little bit more about Project Umbreon. Now, they weren't affected by this, but it's always good to hear from a store owner of who this could potentially happen to. They own a, a store in Aurelia, Ontario, about an hour drive from me. You know, what would happen? You know, walk me through the process of what happens or what could happen. And with that, I say have a good night, good day. I mean, heck, have a great month, hopefully. And I will see you again next week on a Monday, I promise. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.